0: Two minutes to go, Illinois 71, Michigan State 68, out top is Io, long, long three, got another one! He got another one! <laughs> <laughs> Io timeout Michigan State!
1: Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest. Here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for Fighting Illini basketball.
2: Right
0: corner three block by Aaron Jordan, picked up by Georgie Mischonisvili. Oh, what a play by Aaron Jordan! Williams to Georgie at the free throw line. Drive down the lane, it slams it in. With three, gonna have to shoot it with two. A long, long three. Oh, he got it! He got it!
1: Now from courtside at the State Farm Center on the campus of the University of Illinois, here's your host, Scott Beatty.
3: No, it's Tim Dittman. I'm still with you. I didn't go anywhere. How you doing, everybody? Welcome into Fighting Illini Game Day. And the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. We are taking you up to a seven o'clock tip at State Farm Center between the Fighting Illini, 11 and 18, seven and 11 in the Big Ten against the Indiana Hoosiers, 15 and 14. Hoosiers six and 12 in conference play. They are riding a two-game winning streak, both over ranked teams. Wisconsin. And Michigan State. I am Tim Dittman in our game day studios. Lauren Tate is courtside at State Farm Center, and we bring him into the conversation. Lauren, good evening to you. It is senior night, it is the home finale. I was just talking with Scott Ritchie a moment ago on our AM side, News Talk 1400, about these three seniors. Drew Casey obviously doesn't get a ton of playing time, but uh, is going to be sticking around as a graduate assistant. Uh, Adonis De La Rosa, let's talk a little bit about him. Uh, How do you evaluate his one year with the Illini with the caveat of obviously not at full strength due to the injury?
2: Well, I think that's the key thing, that he just hasn't been able to play all the time. missed a game a week or two ago, and and the knee has come back fairly well, but he's not 100%, and I think that uh, he's done the best he can in terms of filling in for uh, Georgie. But I just don't, uh, you know, it hadn't been a great year for him, and I'm, I'm sure he's, a, if you be honest with me, he's a little disappointed that he couldn't have been uh, ready sooner. And but you can't, when you have surgery, it, it just takes so long. And so I, he, he hasn't been a, a big factor, but he's had, a, he has been a factor at times.
3: Aaron Jordan, as I was talking with Scott Ritchie a few minutes ago, a guy who didn't get a ton of playing time under John Gross, and in a world where. Players seem to be transferring left and right these days. He decided to stay, embrace Brad Underwood's system, and he's now a starter.
2: He always wanted to, I think the key thing for him when he enrolled, he wanted to graduate. And he was, a, a, he is a guy who has made really good progress over time, and he's filling in at a position that Illinois has no power forward to, to speak of. I mean, they really don't have anyone who fits that perfectly, and uh, He's, he's still got that three-point shot and he's still uh, he working he got 10 rebounds in the last game they were all defensive he we don't have the, the power on the offensive boards you like to see but but uh, he, he's been a guy that I think everybody respects him for he stuck it out and, and he's gotten a lot better and he's a lot tougher he's a lot more physical and uh, I think it, you know I think he deserves all the credit he can get
3: Aaron Jordan for his career from three-point range is 40 percent. That is ninth all time. The Illini are coming off the win against Northwestern this past Sunday, 81 to 76. Andres Feliz with the career high, 26 points. Indiana coming off the upset over Michigan State, 63-62 to in Bloomington this past Saturday. The last time these two teams got together went the way of the Hoosiers back in Bloomington, 75-63. That was back on January 3rd. Indiana leads the all-time series, 92-87. to Brad Underwood-Lauren, in his pregame press conference yesterday, was asked about the differences between the team that played in Bloomington and the team now, and Brad said that the offense wasn't fully uh, implemented yet. Now, at the same time, when Romeo Langford goes off for 28, I think that's going to cause problems no matter what your offense looks like.
2: Yeah, and that was before Felice came on like he has lately. And, you know, he shot 17 free throws in the last game against Northwestern. That means he's drawing a lot of fouls, and that means he's drawing, he's penetrating and, and forcing uh, people out of position. So uh, Illinois is a different team now that he's taking that role.
3: We are off and rolling on Fighting Illini game day in the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. 7 o'clock tip at State Farm Center, Illinois and Indiana. The senior night ceremonies will be before the game, so get to your seats early if you want to see that. Illinois, by the way, in this ballgame was a two-point favorite. It was two-and-a-half last night, and at last check today, Illinois is a two-point favorite the Illini 11 and 18 Indiana at 15 and 14. We will take a timeout on the other side Lauren and I continue to break this one down talk a little Big Ten tournament as well.
0: Here is Jordan dribbles right hands it to Felice Felice back left now to Jordan open three long good Aaron Jordan from long range 23 feet out his first three of the game
3: Aaron Jordan against Northwestern. Again, the Illini took that one this past Sunday, 81-76. to 76. Jordan, one of three seniors that will be honored tonight. Adonis De La Rosa, Drew Casey, the others. It is a 7 o'clock tip at State Farm Center, Illinois, and the Indiana Hoosiers in what is always an intense rivalry game. This is the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show and Fighting Illini Game Day. Tim Dittman in our Game Day studios. Lauren Tate is back courtside at State Farm Center. Lauren, as uh, we've mentioned a couple of times on this broadcast, the Illini pretty much playing for seeding in the Big Ten tournament at this point. Uh, latest projections from the Big Ten network, they can be as high as 7 or as low as 12, and they can avoid playing on Wednesday if they either win tonight or win Sunday against Penn State. Yeah, this is a big
2: ball game for the Illini. It'd, not, it'd save you an extra game in the, in the Big Ten tournament, and... Uh, it's it's basically a toss-up game. I, people ask me how you judge a game. I'm I'm talking to some people. They think Indiana should be the favorite. Well, Illinois is the favorite, and uh, it's interesting because uh, Indiana can be so good. They played so many close games. You know, they played 16 games de- decided by one uh, figure, and and they've won eight and lost eight. And they've gone kind of in streaks. Early, they had that streak against Northwestern and Penn State and Louisville and Butler. They won by two, two, one, and three consecutively. And they've beaten Michigan State twice, and they beat Wisconsin by two points. You know, you, you just don't know what to expect. If they get in a close game, they know how to finish. I mean, but they haven't always been successful. And, and then the Purdue game, you remember, Harms made a tip in right at the end to win the game 48. What was that score? 48-46, wasn't it?
3: That sounds about
2: right. You know, so anything could happen here. They they're a, They're a very inconsistent shooting team. They're a very good score from two because they get inside a lot. But their three-point shooting is the worst in the Big Ten. They're 31% for the season, and that's not good. The average for the Big Ten is around 35, 36, and Illinois is in that uh, mid-range. But uh, Indiana, you 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 don't know about three-point shooting. They could come out here and hit a bunch, and you just never know.
3: Indiana makes six threes per ball game, but you're right, that is unpredictable. And to go back to an earlier point you made about close games, Seven of Indiana's last eight games have been one possession game in the final minute, and that includes three overtime games as well. Both of these teams have also played tough schedules this year, as you alluded to, Lauren. Indiana has played the fourth toughest, according to Ken Palm, and Illinois is number six. Again, it is a 7 o'clock tip at State Farm Center, Fighting Illini, and the Indiana Hoosiers. What do you make of this Big Ten race, Lauren? Purdue looked to be in the driver's seat before getting upset uh, over the weekend by Minnesota, and now it's looking like uh, we're going to have a shared title between the winner of Michigan, Michigan State, and assuming Purdue takes care of business against Northwestern.
2: I I predict that either Michigan State
3: or Michigan will lose. (laughs) <laughs> you can take that one to the bank, right? Isn't it
2: strange though to go in there and, and be Purdue and know that you can't win? And you know, you, the best you can do is tie one of them, but you don't know which one, and I don't know which one either because those two teams late in the season have lost some tough ball games. And, and Purdue, I you know, I think that Purdue's in in the what I would call the driver's seat right now. But uh, as far as getting a share, but I don't know. It's a crazy league, and, and you're seeing the. Northwestern just beat Ohio State last night. Nebraska's popped up and won some games. Penn State, Rutgers, you know, Penn, Penn State and Rutgers are both playing well. And Illinois has to go to Penn State for the final game.
3: It's, uh, it's just wild, and the Big Ten tournament will be even wilder, I think. Michigan State, Michigan, and Purdue have all clinched a double bye in the Big Ten tournament. Michigan State and Michigan could land anywhere from the one seed through the three seed, Purdue cannot be the one seed. They can either be the two or the three. We are rolling here on Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Tim Dittman, Lauren Tate with you. On the other side of this timeout, we'll have our keys to the game. A little later, it's the coach's corner, Brian Barnhart and Jamal Walker. 7 o'clock tip at State Farm Center, Illinois, and the Indiana Hoosiers.
0: Uh, Donna Stella Rosa. I'm really, really proud of. You know, here's a guy that came to our university uh, off an off ACL. He was excited to be here. We were excited to have him, and um, he has worked so incredibly hard uh, just to get on the court and to get healthy and to, to um, uh, have to control and lose weight and to be a grad student.
3: Brad Underwood talking about one of three seniors that will be honored tonight for the Fighting Illini Adonis De La Rosa, the grad transfer, Drew Casey, the other one who is sticking around to be a graduate assistant, and Aaron Jordan, the third. It is a 7 o'clock tip at State Farm Center, Illinois, and the Indiana Hoosiers Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management Pregame Show rolls on i'm tim Dittman in our game day studios lauren tate is courtside at state farm center and it's time now for our keys to the game these are brought to you by hickory point bank and Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team one banking expert will steer you in the right direction a whole team of them will take you to your destination hickory point bank invested also brought to you by loman ray insurance we have a special guest for tonight's keys don fisher play-by-play man for the indiana hoosiers mr fisher how are you doing tonight
1: I'm doing well, Tim. How are you?
3: Doing well. How do you size this one up? Give us a key or two from the opposing team's bench.
1: Well, I do think one thing Indiana needs to do a little bit better job of, uh, and they've had to do that a lot this year, and when they've lost, and they've lost a lot, they haven't shot the ball very well. So I think shooting the basketball is always going to be a key for this team. But maintaining the last four ball games intensity level at both ends of the floor has been a real critical factor for this team, and they are going to have to continue that because they have really gotten better as the season. You know, they they they've actually played hard in most games, but they lost their confidence because they couldn't shoot the ball very well early on. It really caused them major problems in that run of 12 of 13 losses that they had. But the last four ball games, despite whether they shot it well or not, they have maintained that toughness and that intensity level. That'll be a critical factor in this one.
2: Finneysey's back. He did not play. the first game of course he's been back a long while i thought when he went out that's when the slump started but even when he came back it didn't seem to get him straightened out quick
1: no because when he came back he still he was rusty i mean he literally had lost a month of playing time and couldn't even practice and then when he did come back he was trying to practice his way getting back into shape and the whole thing so that was there's no question he was a terrific loss for this basketball team mid-season
3: Talking with Don Fisher, Indiana Radio, Lauren Tate, Tim Dittman with you as well on Fighting Illini game day, 7 o'clock tip at State Farm Center, Illinois, and the Indiana Hoosiers. Don, uh, 15 and 14, are these Hoosiers realistically, what do they have to do to keep playing beyond the Big Ten tournament? They've got to win four
1: games. They've literally got to win the last two here against Illinois and Rutgers in the regular season. And then, if they are able to move up to the Thursday ball game rather than the Wednesday, they got to win two. If they if they have to play on Wednesday, I think they got to win three ball games in the Big Ten tournament. I think that's a real order.
2: <laughs> the, the, prob- a, the problem of being down there, your second game is going to be against a really tough uh, really that's right opponent, one of the top teams.
1: Exactly, but but at the same time. They've proven they can beat some of the top teams, too.
2: Did you think that uh, Harms was was over the back on that last tip in? I thought there was a possibility. (laughs) It was close. Uh,
1: There's no question, but he made a great play, and uh, they won the ball game. But I look at it this way. Uh, we, we can't dictate how the games are gonna flow or how they're going to be played and my opinion is when this team plays hard like it has the last four ball games, they give themselves an opportunity in every one of them. and that will that to me is going to be more important than just winning or losing in this contest tonight because that transfers over to next year too.
3: Don, before we let you go real quickly the fan take on Archie Miller in his second year, what's the temperature of the fan base?
1: Well, I think most people believe that Archie's a really good basketball coach. I don't think I don't think that anybody that has watched this team over the past two years can even argue that he's not a really good basketball coach. What happened in the tenth or the twelve game uh, losing skid where they lost twelve of thirteen? Well, honestly, offense and then the confidence level, all those kinds of things played into it. He finally got it turned around. I think it took him a while to get that done, so I think a lot of people probably took their shots while they could, but I don't think you can take many shots at this guy. I think he's a terrific basketball coach.
3: Don Fisher, award-winning play-by-play man for Hoosier Radio. Thanks for checking in with us.
1: Thank you, Tim. Appreciate it. Lauren, thanks thanks for
3: checking in as well. And we'll look for Lawrence coverage in the Sunday News Gazette with his Sunday column. I am Tim Dittman in our game day studios filling in for Scott Beatty, who's on the road with Fighting Illini Baseball. We'll take a final timeout here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. We'll be back with the coach's corner. Brian Barnhart gets the, stout, uh, the scout excuse me, from assistant coach Jamal Walker, all leading up to the home finale, 7 o'clock tonight, Illinois and Indiana at State Farm Center. 5.51 on Fighting Illini Game Day, Rudy Wealth Management Pre-Game Show. 7 o'clock tip, Illinois and Indiana at State Farm Center. Time now for the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. Brian Barnhart, voice of the Illini, gets the scout from assistant coach Jamal Walker. It's Illinois and the Indiana
0: Hoosiers tonight here on the Coach's Corner. Of course, we're joined by Jamal Walker, who has a scout for Indiana. And first of all, you remember senior night's always emotional
4: yeah I mean I, I was actually telling the guys there's there's only so many games when you get to the age I'm at that I actually remember uh, vividly and uh, that was one my senior night was uh, not not a not a pleasant one you know we lost but I, and that's what I told the guys it's like there's only so many of those type of games as you get through life that you'll remember and, and senior night is definitely one of them win or lose and uh, we got it we got to honor the seniors the right way as a collective team and uh, and see if we can give them the, give them a memory that they uh, won't forget well and these
0: guys that we're honoring tonight it's uh, pretty special guys
4: yeah great group great group of guys uh drew casey and uh um, donald de la have been here all year and then uh then uh aj uh, aaron mm-hmm. jordan who i've kind of been through his his uh maturation as a player and as a person and i and i'm at the say that i'm pretty proud of where he where he came from and where he's where he's going
0: i was going to say as a coach you saw him at the beginning and you know, he didn't play a lot, and he just kept working, and he kept working, and he just kept getting better.
4: Right, and is, I think his passion for, first uh, of all, football dedication to his parents, the way they raised him, uh, they didn't give him an out, and uh, but the kid had so much love for for the university, and I think he's expressed that uh, throughout the week, and. Um, And that's what you want. That's what you want. You want a guy who's proud to wear that jersey, and he exemplifies that.
0: Well, and you know all those guys are going to do well regardless of what they go into. You can just tell by who they
4: are. Yeah, yeah. I feel feel pretty good about what they're going to do, and um – uh, they're all. First of all, they all got their degree. Uh, they're going to get their degree. I know two already have, and Andrew's getting his here in May. So, uh, first of all, if you get a University of Illinois degree, that, that's pretty powerful in and of itself. So, And then you add on there the character in which these guys exemplify, it, you know, the, the sky's the limit. It's been a while
0: since we played Indiana. Boy, what a roller
4: coaster year they've been on. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's, it's it's the Big Ten. I mean, I, I think if you look at every team, every team's had bumps in a row, some longer than others, you know. So, um, you know, but they've had some successful wins. You look at some of the wins. I mean, they, they're the only team right now that I, you know, that that can say they swept uh, Michigan State, as far as I know. So uh, that, that's definitely a badge of honor for them, and uh, they're looking to come in here. They still have NCAA tournament hopes as a large uh, uh, insight, and uh, we got to try to figure out how we kind of crush that dream.
0: Yeah, I was going to say it's a, a recipe, and it, it's the way it should be. They've got a lot to play for. We've got a lot to play for. It should make for a good game. I yeah, think.
4: absolutely. I mean, it's March. I mean, if you're not playing, I think uh, for something, I feel like we're playing for something. We're playing for seeding in, in the Big Ten tournament. and. Uh, you know, us to get on a, uh, get on a roll going into there. I mean, if we can win t- tonight, we'll get on a two game winning streak going to uh, Penn State, a team that, that beat us uh, in here pretty good handily and uh, gives us an opportunity to get the momentum rolling going to the tournament. Yeah.
0: Speaking of uh, consistency and momentum, uh, Andres Felice, what a job he's done. He, all the things that have worked along this year, he's just been steady, steady Eddie out yeah, there. Yeah,
4: he's steady Eddie. He's been, he's been <laughs> terrific. And, uh, you know, the one thing he brings is a, is a workman like mentality. And uh, I think that's really helped our team and our pro He's somebody we can depend on with his effort and his toughness, and uh, that's why we relied on him so much. And to his credit, you know, he never got truly discouraged, and 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 he really found found a way to how his game could uh, to help. This game could help us win and become a productive player. Yeah, what I
0: liked uh, saw the other game was uh, at the start of the second half, and I mentioned this to Coach. He went out with the five starters, There's a sixth guy, and he's out there talking to all the starters, and he comes back to the
4: bench. I mean, that's that's good leadership. Yeah, no question. I mean, he, that that's who <laughs> Dre is. You know, he's a he's a leader. You know, I call him El Capitan. You know, he's he's kind of my guy uh in our and our team's guy as far as having a, a steady ship. You know, he's pretty steady. Uh, when he gets angry, you know, I, sometimes that's a good thing for us because that's when he brings out the toughness into another level. So uh, we need him in every game. You know, that kind of shows when he plays really well off the bench, uh, we're, we're a highly, highly better team, you know.
0: Back with Jamal Walker. We'll talk more about Indiana after this on The Coach's Corner.
4: Hello, I'm Chuck Iman of Hickory Point Bank. The thing about experience is that it's more than just longevity. It's more than a gold watch at retirement. Experience is longevity plus knowledge plus action. Experience is the right answer to challenging questions. Experience puts customers first and inspires confidence, trust, and loyalty. Come to Hickory Point Bank. Let our experience make your experience even better.
2: Hickory Point Bank, Invested, member FDIC. Illinois
0: basketball tonight, Coach's Corner. Jamal Walker, uh, glad to have him join us here tonight. Uh, How has Indiana the last couple of games, what's been a key for them?
4: I think they've been doing a good job of offensive rebounding. Uh, They've they've attacked the boards. Jawan Morgan and uh, Justin Smith have done a fabulous job in that area. Uh, they've done a really good job defensively. I think they've held the last five or six teams 58 under 50 point, 58 points, So uh, defensively, they've really turned it up and they've offensive rebounded. And, and Justin Smith made some shots and they've had some guys step up. You know, uh, Devontae Green who comes off the bench for them has uh, been an X factor and uh, you know, that's the key to the game. The game's not very difficult. If you rebound and make shots, you're going to be in a lot of games.
0: Yeah, and it seemed like, and maybe, I don't know if this is true or not, but it seems to me it's it's easy enough and it's an easy thing to do. You watch Langford just kind of do his thing, but you've had other guys when he's been off or maybe hasn't scored a lot of points, uh, as you mentioned, the guys you mentioned have stepped up.
4: Yeah, they have. I mean, that's, that's what a good team does. You know, they've had some other guys step up. Uh, Justin Smith, I think he had 19 points in the first half against Michigan State when they were kind of struggling to score he stepped in and made some shots and made some big time plays and you know Rob Fennessy, uh was a player who was playing really well early he did not play in our first game I think he gives them a steady hand uh, as a freshman at the point I think he makes guys better and I think he's a, he's a big key to what they're trying to do moving forward You know, you think about it uh, it's been a long time since we
0: played them and uh, we're a better team we've changed a lot since then uh, that always those always fascinates me those matchups that occur a couple months apart
4: Yeah especially I mean We we have these young guys, and you know, it's like a month or two. It's like having a baby. You know, in a month or two, you can see a kid, and you know, he looks like one person. And and then eight months, or you go two months, and he's eight months old, and you're like, wow, he's changed. You know, and that's what we have. We have a bunch of guys who've grown. Uh, not only as uh, basketball players, but as people. And that's what this is all about. You know, this is the fun of which I have personally is that I get to see that on a day-to-day basis. Refresh our memory on pace and uh, style of play, offense, defense. Yeah, they'll run. Uh, Indiana will run in, in transition, but they, they're also very sound. And they, uh, they struggle to the score uh, in some games, but what makes them really effective is their ability to touch the paint. By drill penetration and posting up. When Juwan Morgan's getting post up, offensive rebounds. When they're getting to the free throw line, that's when they're at their best scoring the ball. And the defensively, they've always been pretty solid. Uh, they got some really good defenders. Uh, we got to do a good job of moving the ball and then uh, play at our pace. I think they play at a speed that's a little small, slower than ours. We got to be able to dictate the tempo with our defense and then and, and when the shot goes up, box out so we can run.
0: Yeah, one thing I thought we did a good job on the last game was we didn't let Northwestern gets set defensively we pushed it against them same idea with Indiana.
4: Absolutely. Maybe? That's who we are. I mean, at this, t- at this point of the year you play uh, how, how, you're, how you're capable of playing. You don't make a whole lot of adjustments. It's just like this is who we are. They know it. We know it. You know, can we stop each other from doing what we do best, you know? They do a really good job of playing in transition some, but they're really good, like I said, touching the paint with offensive rebounds in particular, post-ups and drives. We got to negate that. They know that. We know that, you know. So, for us, it's about our speed, and if we can force turnovers and get out in transition, and when we get transition, Transition points, and we get teams sped up, and that's when we're at our best.
3: Brian Barnhart with Jamal Walker on the coach's corner. WDWS Champaign Urbana, WHMS Champaign Urbana. Take you back out to State Farm Center for more Fighting Illini game day coverage.